Hi, thanks for joining me on Stay Tuned. If you've been with me for a while on my blog or my podcast, you know there's a handful of shows that I think are just um, ultimate when it comes to character and writing and directing. And the Dick Van Dyke Show is one of those shows. And so this week we're going to take a little bit of time to get to know um, the Petri's neighbors. So we are going to learn a little bit about Millie and Jerry. So anyone who watched the Dick Van Dyke show, they know that the supporting cast was a big part of the show. While Sally and Buddy helped Rob come up with the perfect jokes at work, Millie and Laura were a great comedy team at home. Anne Guibert continued to find other great supporting roles after the show ended. She was still fine-tuning those roles when she passed away in 2016, when she was playing a grandmother on Life in Pieces. We're going to learn a little bit more about her career in the episode I call Oh Millie, the Career of Anne Morgan Guibert. Anne Morgan Guibert was born in Minneapolis, Minnesota in 1928. She was an only child and her father worked for the Veterans Administration. He moved the family around for jobs quite often. Growing up, she lived in Tucson, Arizona, Asheville, North Carolina, Livermore, California, and El Paso, Texas. The family was also in Milwaukee, Wisconsin during her high school years. Until she was 14, Anne wanted to be a nurse, but from that time on, she knew she had the acting bug. When her father took a job in San Francisco, Anne decided to go with her parents and attend Stanford University, where she majored in theater arts. Her first part there was Topsy in Uncle Tom's Cabin, and she realized that she really liked to make people laugh. While she was in school, she met fellow major George Eckstein. They married in 1951. Although they both majored in theater arts, George went to law school and Anne worked as a legal secretary. During the summer when George was off, they went to Ashland, Oregon for the Shakespeare Festival, where she specialized in playing nutty ladies. George was drafted soon and sent to El Paso. Anne went with him and she was involved in the little theater there. When Anne joined the Screen Actors Guild, there was an actress named Anne Gilbert, so Anne was asked to change her name. She went with her real name, Anne Morgan Guibert. Morgan, and I hope I'm not butchering her last name. Uh, Morgan was her mother's maiden name. Her mother was related to Mayflower passenger William Brewster, for any of you um, genealogists out there. George practiced law for a short time and then decided he really wanted to get back into entertainment. He got a job producing the Billy Barnes Review. We learned a little bit about that a few weeks ago because uh, Ken Berry was part of that troupe. Anne had a part in the show, and Carl Reiner saw her in that performance in two different cities. Before the Dick Van Dyke show, Guibert made three appearances on television on My Three Sons, Hennessy, and Alfred Hitchcock Presents. Jerry Paris, who played her husband on the Dick Van Dyke show, had been a friend of her and her husband's for a while. He took Anne to audition for the role of Millie as his wife. She was hired and was on the show for the entire five years it was on the air. Millie was actually based on one of Reiner's neighbors from New York. She would do things like take out the garbage on the wrong day or paint herself into a corner of a room. She said she wasn't given a contract for the first two years. During the third season, Reiner wanted to provide her with one, but she said things had been going along well enough and she would pass. Anne became pregnant early in the first season. She was afraid to tell Reiner, worrying she would be replaced because it was so early in the show's life. However, he was very happy for her, and they hid her pregnancy behind large tops and props. That baby is actress Hallie Todd, who is best known as Lizzie's mother on Lizzie McGuire. George and Anne would have another daughter, Nora, an acting teacher and writer. Anne's favorite part of the show was Thursdays, when the cast would sit around the table with the writers to look at the new script. 
and thought their writers were hysterical. Some of them included Reiner, Gary Marshall, who had gone to create The Odd Couple, Happy Days, Laverne and Shirley, and Mork and Mindy, as well as Bill Persky and Sam Denoff, who wrote for many shows, including That Girl. Everyone had a say in the script and could throw out one-liners or make suggestions. The Dick Van Dyke Show ended in 1966, and that same year, George and Anne divorced. George was best known for being the writer and producer of The Fugitive. Guibert said she had never watched the reruns much. She recalled, When I do see them, it seems like it never even happened. I just can't remember it at all. Once the show ended, Anne, like so many fellow actresses, was typecast as Millie. During the 70s and 80s, she would guest star on some of the best sitcoms on the air, including The Andy Griffith Show, I Dream of Jeannie, Room 222, The Partridge Family, Love American Style, Barney Miller, Cheers, and Newhart. In 1969, Anne married character actor Guy Raymond. About that time, she decided to give Broadway a try. Her daughter said Anne loved performing on stage, and that's when she felt her career was the most important. She appeared in The Matchmaker, Arsenic and Old Lace, Waiting for Godot, and To Kill a Mockingbird. Then she appeared in Harvey and Green Grow the Lilacs. She won the Helen Hayes Award for Outstanding Lead Actress in a non-resident production in 1988 for her role of Alma in The Immigrant, a Hamilton County album. She also appeared in eight movies during her career, including A Guide for the Married Man, Viva Max, and Grumpier Old Men. But Guibert didn't give up on television. In 1990, she starred in The Finelli Boys. Anne played Teresa Finelli. She's a recent widow living in Brooklyn and heading for Florida to live when her adult boys all end up moving back in the house. Frankie is a ladies' man, Ronnie dropped out of school, Dom is a scammer, and Anthony runs the family business, a funeral home, which is $25,000 in debt. Teresa's brother Angelo is a priest who gives advice to the boys. Not good advice but advice. She made several guest appearances in the 1990s, but had recurring roles on Empty Nest, Picket Fences, and Seinfeld. The role many younger TV fans know her best for is Yetta in The Nanny. She would join the cast appearing in 56 shows between 1993 and 1999. She had a lot of fun doing that role. When she met the wardrobe staff, they decided she would dress outrageously, and she was able to wear sequin jackets, jazzy pants, and crazy tops. She said she also appreciated working with Ray Charles, who played her boyfriend. During this time, her second husband passed away in 1997. Anne would continue guesting on shows into the 2000s, including Grey's Anatomy in 2015 and Modern Family in 2013. She was also part of the cast and the show Getting On from 2013 to 2015. This was a dark comedy on HBO that took place in the geriatric wing of a financially failing hospital. Lori Metcalf of Roseanne and the Big Bang was also part of that cast. Her last series was Life in Pieces. She played Gigi Jones' mother. She was in two episodes before she passed away in 2016. One of the episodes, Eyebrow Anonymous Trap Jum, was dedicated to her memory. In a tribute to her, each of the four stories involves her character. Unfortunately, her Yetta character and Anne both refused to give up smoking. Her doctor had been trying to convince her to give up the pack-a-day cigarette habit, but she refused and talked about it often. She ended up dying from cancer at age 87. Cheers to a funny lady who kept us laughing for more than 50 years.